1: Everybody, thank you for listening to my talk one oh seven one. It is the Donna and Steve show. We are still in love, even though it's Friday. And um, I'm neither Donna nor Steve. I'm Miss Shannon. Don's still here. Hello, Maddie B from the TV. He just walked in. He's getting all comfy over there. Hey, hey, hello, Maddie B. <laughs> good so, yes. Yeah, so Donna and Steve, they are both fine. They're just not here today. Yes. So that is good. Hey, happy winter, everybody. Oh I am my like- god. <laughs> Don, I haven't I haven't uh, doom scrolled through your Instagram feed lately, <laughs> okay. but at least Maddie B and I got our fall pictures out of the way for the two days that we had oh. Paul. <laughs> oh my gosh! Because <laughs> Maddie B, I saw you and your partner oh, and your, your Carl, lovely Carl. dogs out in the out in the leaves. And the leaves looking very fall. Thank you very letter, much. Very autumnal. They look lovely. I cajoled my son into taking a little you know taking some pictures with me out in the leaves because I knew that fall. Could last for
2: six hours, and thus it has. Fall that- is
3: fleeting. It's fleeting in Minnesota. Exactly. That
2: video of you trying to get your son <laughs> to throw the leaves <laughs> is one of the funniest things I've seen. And just you, it just shows what a good mom you are, you how are patient you are. Thank you. And, um... Oh, I just loved it. I watched it several times. <laughs> and then people are like, did you actually get a good picture? And I then did you, post vi- it. Yes, yes. you posted it and you're both holding the leaves and smiling. Yay! Yeah. That's
1: what I have to do. Because the likelihood of the two of us fake smiling at the same time doesn't really happen. So I, you just set up the camera and just uh-huh. run a video and then pull out some stills that it's, work. It's, it's a such a, a better video. strategy uh, for the two of us. I thought, and I'm sure there are a lot of parents out there that can, can do this. And you probably remember this, Don. Where you're just sure they're gonna love an activity, and you're like, they're gonna have fun. This will be great. We're gonna yeah. do this, mm-hmm. and he was not feeling it, Maddie. B. He was Aww. not. He was
2: like, he, he didn't was, know what was happening. Well,
1: he's, and he was also in super. Uh, 14 year old teenager mode when I was like come on get up put your phone down we're gonna go out here and take these pictures it'll be fine yeah. so he's like this is your corny shenanigans yeah. I was perfectly fine on YouTube and I'm like but we don't know how long this is gonna last let's go come on and uh. so <laughs> I made him stop teenagering <laughs> yes. to come out and be in my whimsy little like yeah. photo shoot and he's like can it's I cute. go now <laughs> Yeah. Look, I, I, but I totally worked. get it you yeah. gotta
3: be feeling it though because if yes. you're not feeling it like it ain't gonna be a good picture
1: I, my long suffering uh teenage boy who happens to be high, uh, high sports on the autism spectrum uh i am always feeling it if you have both met me um so i'm always <laughs> like here's the thing and he's like could we stop and i'm like yeah. no we have project and so sometimes he thinks they're really cool and other times he's just emo for the sake of emo because um, he can't help it because he's 14 well, yeah no, that's so cool. what that's do you cool. guys think of the snow what do y'all are y'all happy listen <laughs> Listen, and uh, yes.
3: even I love it when like even now, listen, it was forecast. Yes. You know, we knew this was coming, but I love it when even like the meteorologist people are like, oh, man, it's really coming down out there. <laughs> you know, because then, you know, but October snow is not um, unheard of in of Minnesota. Not, you know, no. and this is by no means any kind of Halloween looking blizzard out there. No. So uh, th- and this thing is all, this is all going to be melted in like a couple of hours when the sun comes up. As real far good, so. as
1: I'm concerned, this is that pretty postcard snow. I'm OK with it as well. Because this
3: isn't. Close- she closed the blinds. Closed Did someone aggressively and passive aggressively close to the blinds to, no, to, Don, to not see the snow? Don,
1: Don, no. Didn't you know she would live in a cave if she yeah. had a choice She wants. I'm like to sl- a vampire.
3: Exactly. She, she loves it. If the sight of it was that offensive that you shut the blinds? <laughs>
2: I know. Like, I do. And, well, I'm also vain, and on the camera, <laughs> I don't. I, it's all blown out. If I have the window open over here, I look like a ghost. It's like.
3: Oh yeah, really weird.
2: Fair enough. (sighs) Yeah, I don't even really consider this snow. This is just thick
1: rain because it's not like it's (laughs) chunky rain. It's chunky rain. rain. It's not going to do anything bad. But Mm. you know, as someone who did not grow up here, I don't aggressively winter. I tolerate it, and I don't hate winter because mm. I knew that that's what I was going to get.
3: You don't bust out your snowshoes no, and your
1: no. furry
3: hood? And I, the
1: furry hood, I do that. Because it's cute. Yes. I'm like, I do all of the snow bunny stuff. I just don't any. I do not do any of the actual sporting. I'm all like, right. how would I look cute in a photo? That, oh, yes. I have gear. And I have gear. Like I, I, I do winter better than I summer, though. I would rather be, okay, for, the, for all of us in here, would you rather be... Wintery cold or summery hot?
3: I don't like hot.
1: I don't either, Don. I like hot. Okay, do you? I yeah, do. I don't. I yeah. just
3: feel like you can always add more layers yes. and warm up, but like if you're just, a, if you've taken everything off. Now it's worse. What you going to do next? <laughs> now
1: it's still worse. I would rather, back to the vein, I look better in winter. Like I don't, I don't look good, glistening and sweating and all that. I look oh, in the winter. I'm like, oh, she's got on a nice little like, uh, like one of those off-shoulderly sweatery mm-hmm, things mm-hmm. where she's like, well, it's cold, but it's not that cold. Yeah, you just got a, a
2: peekaboo shoulder.
1: Yes, thing I going like on this. Right now. This works in the summer. I just look like I'm melting, and so that doesn't look good on <laughs> any of us. What
2: kind of plaid? That tartan
1: plaid? Is You know, I'm to call it that. Yes, mm, it's you, feel, that, you
3: feel festive it's
1: today. A, it's borderline hot topic, is what. <laughs> it's yeah. just like the adult I'm not topic. offended. I'm good. not offended. Very good. Very yeah, nice. Man. Very nice. So we're going to hang out here today. There's all kinds of things that are going on, I'm sure, in all our lives. Because Maddie B, how's it doing over there on the TV well, side you of know, things? We're good. We're good.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, uh, from the news this morning, and we all should also keep our lovely Miss Donna Valentine in our thoughts right now, because I think she's probably in in uh, her little recovery room moment, right? Yeah. From her big procedure. <laughs>
1: big
3: I thought procedure. About, I thought about texting her.
1: Can you not make it a big deal? Because I'm doing it next month. It's
3: not a big deal. Okay. <laughs> and it's so good to get done. And, and I'm she proud just of told
1: you. me that it wasn't a big deal. It's not you a big deal. Think. Yeah, so she just do it It's easy.
3: coming out of that anesthesia, you know, I wanted. To, I was debating with the possibility. Should I, like, blow up her phone with, like, a bunch of texts like, oh, Donna, Steve, he just got signed on to a feature film and he's out of here and it's you and me, girl. So, like, so, so she wakes up and sees those texts and, like, yes. in her delirium and be like, what? Why? Then
1: I'll her, Donna found. that. I'm, I'm sure if you thought it, you should have done it. No,
3: no, no. But <laughs> I, my really mama taught me to be a good boy. So, what I'm going to do but is. But you tell don't you, live
1: with your mama anymore. <sighs> yeah, but I love my mama. Okay, all right. That's
3: fair. Uh From the news this morning, a little quick a quick tidbit if you want to drop some knowledge at work today or something Thank you. or mm-hmm. wherever. Uh, the Queen of Norway is here. Okay. Queen Sonia, the Queen of Norway, is here in Minnesota. She's visiting. We have a strong connection. With Norway, we've had a troop exchange for like 50
1: years. That I did not know.
3: Yeah, and uh, the Queen of Norway is here today. She's going to go to St. Olaf College. She was at the state capitol with Governor Walls and kind of members of the Minnesota National Guard yesterday. Uh, But it's kind of neat that we have a little bit of royalty. We've been rolling out the red carpet here while she's visiting for four days. Is she a
1: new queen, like a youngish queen, or like been in? uh, She's been reigning for a very long time. Queen.
3: Uh, I don't know the length of her reign, but Mm -hmm. uh, she's not like a young queen. Fair enough. so, okay, but I'm right. not going to put an age on it because you never know. But, okay. uh, That's fair. That's fair. Uh, she uh, looks like she knows Norway pretty well, and she's <laughs> she is representing uh, Lord, her I would nation. Give you that idea. The she just look she, of she, well, she had a beautiful like in the video. She has this beautiful like scarf wrap. She just looked queenly. You know okay. what I mean? Like she just uh, like, like I would Narnia
2: queenly. Like, like I would, I would curtsy it? if she walked okay. by okay. on the street.
3: I'd be okay. like, hello, madam. Hello. Oh.
2: Yeah, she has. I like, some, like your aunt Carol who just brought over a hot dish. Oh, too funny. <laughs> my,
3: first girl. of all, my Aunt Carol never had a classy scarf wrap. <laughs> okay. She, I, my Aunt Carol was like crazy. <laughs> we don't talk about her. Yeah, okay.
1: and I, you know, <laughs> oh, My boy. Auntie Debbie is not like that either. By so. the way,
3: uh, the Norway house uh, it, here in the Twin Cities, that facility, they ha- are expanding uh, with a t- big $20 million project. So that's another thing she's going to do while she's here. She got to take a look at that facility and how it's expanding. Oh, she's so.
1: like Helen Mirren age type Yeah, queen. right? Okay. Like she's She's, she yeah, looks like, like Helen Mirren. Yeah. She, and doesn't she look queenish? She, looks, she does look regal. You yeah, are regal. So you like Thank a, you. That's the yes. word I'm not
3: getting to. That yes, I, my so brain is trying to that. fire at. Me.
1: I uh, it, and it shouldn't be all about like <laughs> it shouldn't be about looks. You know, normally I'm not this shallow, mm. but when you look at the pictures of the king and queen of Norway, yeah. he outkicked his coverage. She is much too cute for him. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah,
3: okay. oh, yeah. Don. <laughs> Don, how's that's life? True. How, how are you feeling on this Friday here? How are we doing? How
2: am I feeling? Yeah. Oh, I'm just fine as frog hair. Yep,
3: fine as frog. Yep. hair. Yep. I
2: guess that's pretty fine. I had never really counted. Is that, a Is that thing? Fine as frog Jason yet? says it. I picked it up from him. It's mm. one of those cute little cute. phrases, Southern-esque type things that mm. we say. week. We got a
3: lot coming going. You've been busy. You've been blowing been up been my inbox busy. since I Tuesday, girl. Know. Planning this day. What you got <laughs> coming up for us here?
1: Oh no, Well, we got. To cover a couple of stories and so i know you have just a grab bag full of facts that we'll come back yeah. that we're going to talk about Things and then we're also going to talk to my good friend and podcast life mate and also the executive director of the twin cities film fest so coming up at around 9 30 he's going to call it and tell us what's going on because we are right here, Maddie B and yeah, Don. Yeah. The film fest starts on uh, starts on October twentieth, so we want to make sure everybody can start planning ahead so they can enjoy all yeah. of the films we have coming up. And we're still
3: going to play eventually, I guess, at the next hour. Uh, College of pop culture knowledge, yes, you and me. You I'm know, you, you know, you're going to kick my butt in. No,
1: now. no, no. I think it was it was a kind of fair last time we did. It, it all was depends
3: on what mood Rocco is in. True. So. We'll true. see if he capitalizes it on it being National Dessert Day. <laughs> he loves National Days. Okay, Let's yes. see. We'll find out coming up next hour. So. All right. Uh, so up next, uh, we're going to talk about uh, some random facts. I've got a nice list for you. I'm trying to channel my best the Valentine and Steve well Patterson done. for you. Uh, it's all straight ahead here. My Talk one. i
4: I'll be back in like an, an, hour. An,
2: hour. an hour.
1: God. Dirt Alert updates
2: at the top of every hour.
1: My Talk One O Seven One. I am Miss Shannon here with Maddie B. We're hanging out on behalf of Donna and Steve, who are off Donna and Steving right now. They're both fine. They're, they're both fine. they're indisposed yes. in different ways, exactly. But you know, I love our My Talkers, but they get a little they 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 get a little worried about know, their favorites know, if they're not here. So we just want to make sure everybody's fine. Everybody's wrong. good. Mm-hmm. There's no drama, and that's the other thing you have to always squash. It's like, is there drama? Because no. we talk about drama all the
2: time. Yes, we do. Yeah. So
1: there is no drama here.
3: <laughs> no just... drama. This is a drama free zone. I tell you about
2: my drama in advance. Like yeah. this I'm gonna have a hysterectomy in two months. Just, gotcha. I'll be gone for a while, yeah. you know? Yeah. Nothing, you know, and you're yeah. like, it's planned. Yep.
1: All of our drama is planned, not produced.
2: <laughs> That's <what it's laughs> the difference. You wanna do some fun facts? Let's, Let's do it! it! <laughs> huh. Things that make
0: you go cool.
3: So I've uh, I've dug deep because you know Steve th- Steve likes to bring these usually yes. right is that right Don like yeah, on a daily it's basis Steve. it's Steve yeah. mm-hmm. right and then when Steve's out Donna digs deep and finds fun facts
1: and so I appreciate you stepping so I that got thing. the pool
3: skimmer out.
1: I think this works because and I, I, I last normally you and I we rotate in. It's it's rarer that you and I are in together. Yeah. So usually you and I are either a Donna or a Steve. So mm-hmm. I'm thank you for taking mm-hmm. that role. On. It's okay.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, so how about this? You mm-hmm. know how the um it's it's perfect for me. Mm-hmm. You know how the late news goes till thirty five? Yes. Like the news to ten goes to ten thirty five. That's been a tradition for a long time. Do you know why it does that?
1: Not at all.
3: The late news that tradition of ending at thirty five goes back to the early nineties. The networks wanted five extra minutes to cover the Gulf War. Oh, so they kind of strong armed and 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 uh, pushed back the, the you know the late shows. Okay, uh, for that extra five minutes, they wanted okay. more news, less less fun,
1: less fluff, less fluff.
3: And uh, yeah, they made you wait now, and that's kind of been a tradition that stuck around ever since the early nineties. Um, did you know that uh, bees? Yes stop buzzing Mm -hmm. during a total solar
1: eclipse. Huh. No. Do they stop buzzing at nighttime as well, or no?
3: I don't... No follow-up questions.
1: (laughs) Okay, fair enough, fair enough. I didn't know if this was an article or just a headline. It's uh, a headline. It's I a headline. got you. Bees I understand
3: stop that. Buzzy. <laughs> I
1: got you.
3: It's Friday. And it's snowy and it's Friday and it's October. We're just gonna get through it. All
1: I right. am a fan of bees, so I will follow up on this on my own time.
3: Yeah, meet you know. Uh, we all got to save the bees. Yes, and um, the bees uh,
1: have a great lobby. Wasps, not so much. There's I not know. a save the wasps <laughs> thing. We planted
3: <laughs> a lot of. Um, uh, Pollinator friendly things As in our yard. As did I. Mar, yes. Trying to, all the, I think it's milkweed. Is that what? Mm-hmm. It is? I had a
1: lot of milkweed. Yeah. I, had, I had a, I have the prairie ish corner mm-hmm. of my backyard God, see, where I'm like, bees. all of you go back there. Yes. Well,
3: it's not, right now it's all covered in snow. So <laughs> <laughs> scorpion venom. Yes. The most expensive liquid in the world.
1: Will it give me superpowers? Uh Probably not. Okay, well then I'll, I'll listen anyway.
3: But it's more—it's even more expensive than uh, Elon Musk's new cologne or whatever that he came out with that stupid burnt hair thing that remember, that was yesterday's story. So but.
1: how much is it? Is it per ounce? What are we thinking?
3: If you want, well, if you want to buy a gallon, a gallon. they broke it okay. down. I don't know what you do with this. I wonder. Well, oh, I do douse know. What, your I enemies, do That's I'm, I'm, I'm going. That's what you do, well, I'm going if you deeper than a headline by a scorpion. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um $39 million. What? For a gallon Wait, of this. Wait,
0: back up. Well, if you think you squeeze a little out of the. Vat. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stot or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch.
3: The, the scorpion, you go not get a That's lot. That's a lot
2: of, of, of milking,
1: I understand. You got to get a thing. It's a, a lot little. of milk. like <laughs> Now Good I to Good thing this is, is radio,
3: <laughs> and you people can't see what we're doing. Right. Anyway, uh, so so it's very actually useful beyond squashing or killing your enemies, yes. like Ms. Shannon's saying over here. You can develop... Um, medicine from this. Yes, okay, that makes sense. Anti-venom type stuff, It can fight things like malaria, bone disease. Possibly they think it could be a, a key factor in maybe even fighting cancer.
1: Gotcha.
3: So, Scorpion Venom, not all bad. No. It needs a better lobby, too.
1: Because <laughs> now we're like, all right, now we see why it's so expensive. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, the, the guys who made the Blair Witch Project, you, is that the one where they're in the woods with the flashlights? Yes,
1: and I was fine that they all died, because I'm like, what you doing in the woods like that anyway? <laughs> <laughs> with your shaky cameras, you shouldn't have been down there.
3: Well, listen, it's, they, <laughs> girl, it's because they were broke. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, the guys who made the Blair Witch Project had so little money that, th- th- this is true, says the internet. After they were done shooting this fabulous creation, yes. uh, they took one of the cameras back to Circuit City and tried to get a refund because, oh, wow. it, because they, they just needed they to needed like They needed the money even. back. They were, they were <laughs> they, flat. Work. I went
2: to a seminar by the woman who got them the money yes. that they needed. She has a book called Get the Money for filmmakers, Mm -hmm. and she is excellent because you have to come prepared with legal documents to people and say, this is what we're planning. And if you look prepared and you're like, this is what we're doing it's like magic. <laughs> well, so I, they did get some money, it's just that... They
3: didn't have enough. They, but,
2: I mean... No, but they did, because it's the biggest over-under yes. that you've ever seen in history. of movie. They The budget was so low and the return was so big that nothing oh, will ever yes. match you know. it. And know.
1: I really appreciate whenever you hear those kind of stories, because a similar story came from, like, Napoleon Dynamite back mm-hmm. in the day, where they made it on a shoestring, nobody got paid, like, John Heater and them made, like, mm-hmm. I think he made it, like, for, like, a hundred bucks. Like, there was, like... It was on a a, a student film budget, yes. what they did. And then it made all this money. So sometimes they went back and they redid the contracts. But, hmm. I mean, and we're going to talk to Jayden from the Twin Cities Film Fest, and he can tell you some of this story, too. But And I'm sure you learned some of this when you were doing Project Down and Dirty, Don. But there's, you know, we... Think about it this way: like I have some filmmaker friends that are like so proud that they managed to get ten thousand dollars or fifteen thousand dollars. That's a huge budget, exactly. And they're not, you know, and but if you really think about how much they need to get done when there's six people on the crew and they need cameras and lighting and they have to figure out what the locations are, yeah. you can go through that really fast. Oh my I'm gosh! On many, really fast. Yes.
2: I've been on many an independent film like that, right? Yes. Right? Where you're like, not okay. to even mention
3: inflation, girl. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, everything. Everything's more expensive now but right. yeah that does, that's not a very big i mean these hollywood movies are oh like my millions gosh. and millions and millions and so and but the for fact the small folks the
1: netflix budgets you know, that we're hearing about now you oh know what they're gosh. doing on these films
3: didn't i just see that they netflix has produced like a bajillion hours or, or more episodes of whatever than they ever have in a long time like they have they made like an incredible mind-boggling Number of hours of original content right. you know, produced, and that all cost bucks. Right, I mean, and right. now
2: they're in trouble financially. <laughs> right. And now exactly. they're trying
3: to rein people back in with that cheaper version with ads, right? The right. the lesser mm-hmm. subscription. I just saw because that a too. bunch
1: of us were like, "Hey, I got good at cutting cords. I'm gonna turn this off for now." Well, that
3: and like I feel like everyone got that for the pandemic, and now everyone's re-emerging from their homes. And I, I was at the uh, tailor the other day mm-hmm. getting uh, getting some clothes adjusted. Yes, you know, because I'm getting bigger. And the um,
1: <laughs> no, you're not. You just need them to. Be the, the the fit you where you are right now. So and I, even about big
3: I, and it's facts. I I wore a small when I started here seven years ago, and I have now entered large territory.
1: I am also a fan of a tailor, so I just embody positive about both of us, well, Maddie you're B. Sweet. I'm here, you're very mm-hmm. sweet. But anyway,
3: the tailor was like, I have never been busier because everyone's like wearing real clothes again. Yes, you know everyone's emerging. So and I think, I think you people also watching real you know?
1: clothes to fit appropriately. But I agree, there was mm-hmm. we did have a different amount or a different. Way that we were using our leisure time, I think, when everything was shut down. Because, agreed, there was a lot of things that I was watching that now I'm going, well, I turned off four of my streaming services because I'm behind on the two primary ones that I'm going to watch. And so I'm like, well, when I get around to that stuff, I'll turn it back on.
3: I can't keep up with y'all around here and all the shows and everything you're supposed to watch. Uh, we talk about it all week long, and then I go home and I sit down with the remote and I go, Oh my gosh, what am I supposed to? watch? Donna said I had to watch this. Don said this was good. What am I doing? We just need you know, to get when you are, a are you supposed and- to take out the track? God forbid, walk the dogs. When exactly. are you supposed to do these things? I
2: don't have a dog. Multitask
3: <laughs> because of your streaming service. Yeah, so stream,
2: stream it
1: on your phone while you're walking the dog. That's what you got to do. Yeah. Don't be present doing anything. Oh
3: yeah, because that's not going to get you. You know, like people who walk into the holes or whatever. Like because the grates off the floor. That's not right. I, that would would Be me. Yes. That would totally be me. All right, we got an exciting segment coming up next,
1: right, Ms. Shannon? Yes, we're going to have Jaden Satia from the Twin Cities Film Fest call in.
3: Okay, all right, it's coming up. Keep it here with us. Uh, the Don and Steve Experience with Ms. Shannon and Maddie B from TV, right here, My Talk
4: 107 1. and Dinner Theaters. Now playing on the main stage, Footloose. Tell you what, here's a reason to love Chan Hassan. Footloose, yes, it's got high-energy dancing, catchy 80s hits, but it's also a story, right? It's about grief, taking a stand for what you believe in, and new relationships. And, of course, all of that 80s hair. Hey, Chan Hassan also has an amazing concert series with a variety of tributes. Don't miss the once-in-a-lifetime presentation and concert about the popular 60s band, The Lovin' Spoonful, with current drummer Mike Arturi. The fabulous Armadillos return to the fireside with What's Going On, the songs of the Vietnam War era, a fan favorite for sure. And just in time for Halloween, Johnny James and the Hall of Fames perform Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon in its entirety. You just got to be there. Hey, you want to impress a client or the in-laws? How about Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret? that got you covered dinner and a show. Clean humor every Friday and Saturday night. Tickets, just $28. Bucks. For tickets and more information, visit ChanassenDT.com. Chanhassen Dinner Theaters, always entertaining you. If a sports injury is
1: Welcome back to My Talk 1071. We're to remind you that the Twin Cities Film Fest will feature over 150 films, both in person and online, from October 20th to October 29th. So this year's Code Red series will focus on climate change and the small actions we can take together to make a big impact. You can get those details at TwinCitiesFilmFest.org. But to give us additional details, Maddie B., we now get to do a deep dive, Ooh, deep dive. with one of my best friends in the whole wide, wide world, my podcast life mate who Also happens to be the executive director of the Twin Cities Film Fest, Mr. Jaden Satia. Good morning, Jay.
5: Good morning. How are you? I
1: am outstanding. I am outstanding. I didn't know you hadn't met my friend Maddie B. yet.
5: Nice I to don't meet think you. I
3: have. I've certainly heard the voice, though. Oh, yeah. hi. Mm-hmm. Here I am. I'm just faking it till I make it,
5: people. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like literally. I, I, I mean, straight up all the way to the top. I agree. I think that's what's happening. But You're, hey, you're
5: with Miss Shannon. They, 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 there is no top. That, that's it. That's
1: Aw, no. <laughs> Jayden, you are Aww. so sweet. Thank you very <gasps> much. Uh, now, so, take it away. Because Jayden and I wait. have known each other for college, and I just want to give somebody a little backstory. When Jayden told me, like, 15 years ago. Was it 15 years ago that he's going to start a film fest? I was like, I bet you are. And now look where we are today. Mm. And so Jayden uh, has built one of the largest film fests in the Midwest. And Jayden, tell him a little bit more about your vision and what we got going on for this year.
5: Yeah. uh, The vision is to continue to share stories and to continue to have a safe space for discussion. And that's the base. And that's the why. Mm -hmm. And uh, this year we're 140 films strong, we had about now we're doing a quick little math here uh in our office and I think between submissions between us going to other festivals curating and between um filmmakers uh, recommending their filmmaker friends to to have take part in our festival mm-hmm. I think we went I think it was about 800 submissions that we went through to get down to the 140 that we're going to show over the 10 days. And it starts in five days. And right. I'm actually going to lean into the weather, you guys. I love <laughs> it. This, this, this is good movie watching <laughs> it weather. It is
1: true. It is true. Because nobody wants to compete yeah. with sunshine. That's good. Go sit in the dark and watch our own RFT's films. It mm-hmm. My
5: biggest, my biggest uh, competitor is patio furniture. <laughs>
1: That is true. Yeah, that's but what... Jayden, the other thing that you did is that like you made a great pivot with the film fest during everybody shut down, like everybody else. And so the Twin Cities Film Fest built their own or worked with a team to build their own streaming service. So there's wow. still that option as well, right, for a lot of the films.
5: Yes. So there will be some films that are just in person. Majority of the studio films. There will be some films that are just online. But between 140, a hundred of them will also be both in person and online. And like Ms. Shannon just said, um, during COVID, there, you know, empathy was all around and it was okay if you just didn't do anything. And for us, that wasn't an option for me. So, uh, I, I, by hook or crook, you make it happen. (laughs) Um, and we built our own (laughs) streaming platform. It is much like a Netflix or an Amazon. So when you become, um, part of our streaming platform. Uh you can watch a hundred films for fifty dollars over those ten days. I literally just posted on my Facebook. I said binge us not them for the ten days. binge <laughs> <laughs> right. oh, right.
2: us <laughs> not them. That's oh, great. Right. Hey, I
3: listen, I, I love this. Uh I can't wait. And I wanted to just ask you about um kind of the impact these films can have um, these because we know we know hollywood yes we know how you know all the money all the millions and all these shiny things and that that come out of hollywood okay move over what what is the difference what is the motivation what is the impact that these smaller independent films can have why is this so important for us to cultivate and have in our community
5: it's the stories of our community right at the end of the day you can walk a mile in somebody's shoes from your home or in the theater you get more empathy towards their stories their lives you get a little bit more you get a better perspective on the stories that are being shared and you're on the emotional journey with again if you're in the theaters with the audiences because these audience members are with you on this journey Mm -hmm. and at the end of the day if that's not building community i don't know what is forget about the political views, forget about the polarization. If you and I are sitting across from each other, talking about a film that we just saw, because we love perhaps Ocelots. And we have this amazing documentary called uh, wildcat or uh, you and I are really great uh, uh, friends over Mars rovers mission. We have an amazing (laughs) documentary called good night Opie. Or, you know, if you love eighties music, we have this amazing film called him and her. Uh, It's a, it's a, it's pre uh, uh what do you call um dating on right. on, on like, i don't date i've been married for 15 years right so like, yes. i don't know all these That's apps good stuff, he's quite successful relationship like to get across <laughs> and you just had random yeah. strangers talk so what this basically does is actually gives the filmmakers these artists a platform to tell their stories right um And they get a stamp of approval from the festival, which then ideally gives them a little pat on the back. Like Mm -hmm. you did good.
3: A springboard. Mm -hmm.
5: Yeah. It's a springboard for them to continue to making great art. Ideally they turn that into a full-time job. Um, it's the passion project. We should all feed each other's passions.
1: Right. Yeah. And, and, and him and her is going to be great because I did watch the trailer oh, for this one. You? So Don, you and I remember this one because this is when you would still like meet on like a dating phone line and like meet in like oh that kind of thing. Yeah. So not, yeah, and then get to know each other that and then they, de- they decide should they meet in person when they just had this relationship on the, you know, oh, the phone, oh, yeah, oh. and whether that, yeah, so that I'm very excited about that, but that's because I have been unsuccessfully in a relationship for enough time that I'm like, oh, I've this, been through all the iterations is... of how you try to get relationships. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've been there so exactly. It sounds
3: mm-hmm. like with the topics of the. I feel like, not to keep comparing to the Hollywood and the big movie productions, but I think, but I think it is so different. You to do that.
1: And then, and especially when you have this many films and the talk about mm-hmm. it. Because, I mean, Jaden and his team always do a great job of finding those films that are also going to be Oscar contenders. Yes. So yes. you get that opportunity to see it first here. But Jaden can tell you about some of these things that where you are going, I didn't know I wanted to know about that exactly. until I saw it pop up. I, th- I feel like so many
3: more things um, can be explored that wouldn't, make the cut because Hollywood has to appeal to like the masses right. and it's got to make money and there's all these hurdles. And, right. you know, uh, I feel like there are so many more um smaller, but yet almost more important topics that these films can explore.
1: And Jayden, can you talk about this? Because you and I have had this discussion before about how films make it to the big screen and how a lot of these films don't have an opportunity to be screened on big ones because these larger films are taking up all of the screens.
5: Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, if you think about a low budget film of Hollywood, that's ten to twenty million dollars. That's low budget Hollywood, <laughs> wow. right? A low budget indie film is between ten and thirty thousand dollars, and all of your favors that you're asking for. Um, these again, these are passion projects, and how a film actually hits the theaters uh, for independent filmmakers is through film festivals. Back in the mm-hmm. day, in the seventies, eighties, um, you used to go to film festivals to discover because you didn't have the streaming platform or everything accessible in your, on your fingertips, mm-hmm. right? Now festivals are even more important because now we're curating. Because there is, you guys were just talking about this, right, right yeah. before I jumped on, which was like there's so many options now. This is where festivals come into play even mm-hmm. stronger. So now we're actually making these platforms um, accessible still, right, with our streaming platform. But at the end of the day, we're... The cream rises to the top, and yeah. we're the curators now. So this is where festivals are important. This is where the independent filmmakers are like, oh, my goodness, I get to premiere at a festival. I get to see my baby, my, you know, that I've been working on for five years on the big screen. We have about, uh I think we have about 60 filmmakers flying in on their own time from across the country. Right. Because they got acceptance to our festival, and they want to see it on the big screen.
2: Right, right, because this isn't just you know the way film festivals work. If people don't know, is that mm-hmm. uh, this is actually a Twin Cities Film Fest? Is you know there are a lot of them out there. I've submitted films, been in films that have been submitted all right. over. This is a really good one, guys. Yes, it is. Like it's competitive yeah, yeah. because it's done so well, mm-hmm. and the, these are people from all over the country or world. Sometimes that enter their films in this festival. Right. So it's like you're seeing things that, oh, it's just, it's the greatest. You also have short film blocks, Mm -hmm. which I love as well.
5: Yeah, we have six short films blocks. They're all thematic. Mm -hmm. So about 65 short films in six short blocks. We have two that are comedy shorts block, one that is uh, women empowered, one that is a Minnesota documentary shorts block. About a third of our films have some sort of a Minnesota connection as well. We do bring the celebrities in. We just dropped it that we are bringing Bo Bridges into the festival, Chris Mulkey to the festival. I just got up.
2: Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch
5: we oh, call right. that I might be bringing Tom Cavanaugh to the festival. So it is that Sundance <laughs> Tribeca vibe, but right. you get it right here Isn't in St. Louis cool. Park at the Showplace Icon Theaters at the West End. So what
3: about somebody who might be listening, mm-hmm. um, who might have, might, um, you have piqued their interest. However, this person might be nervous about like, jumping on in like oh, like okay. can i like what am i you know who might be nervous about what to expect am i gonna stick out am i not gonna know like something to do that everybody else already knows to do what would you what would your message be to a first timer who's thinking of joining you this time around what what do you think what should they know
5: pick a movie pick one <laughs> that movie that's all i care about yeah. right if we can have you the first timer come for one film, that's all we ask for. And it's so accessible. Now, if you go to Sundance in Tribeca in Toronto, which I've been to, even if you have a ticket, you don't get in sometimes. Mm-hmm. Because they're overpacked oh. and overreserved. Yeah, right. That's not the case with oh. us. No. You get a ticket, you get a seat. Right. That's it because mm-hmm. at the Icon Theaters is reserved seating, and you don't have to know anybody because this is your community. You are right. good to make friends. Obviously, bring some friends with you if you sure. like. Mm-hmm. But if you want to come uh, a Tuesday afternoon uh, to a documentary about climate change, you should do that. And yeah. this, the pricing is very simple: it's twelve dollars for any in-person screenings, which is exactly what you would pay to go to a normal movie theater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, We also have a festival lounge that is open every single night of the festival as well, right down like two doors down from the theaters. So that is a a safe space, uh, hosted drinks uh, for over 21 plus. Um, And we also have post film discussions. So like I said, about 60 filmmakers are flying in. So the likelihood of you at a film where the post-film discussion with a filmmaker is very high, right? You also get to walk the red carpet, meaning like it is so accessible that the red carpet's out there. You should <laughs> c- come take a picture. We welcome you dress that. Up. Oh, Maddie also got just excited here and there as well. You, you have me at red carpet, right? <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> okay. And I think right this over. is a
1: great opportunity just <laughs> to come down there and yeah. just see what it's like. And and we have we're doing live interviews from during most of the screenings from the red carpet. We have a bunch of professional uh, um, interviewers and red carpet hosts that'll be. Be there And it's just a, a chance for you to come and broaden your connection to people in our community mm. over these great stories that we have.
2: And one of them, which if you're undecided and you just can't decide, go see A Letter to Bryson. I'll be there yes. with MC. That is our director from our project Down and Dirty, yeah. his mm-hmm. wonderful documentary that is for his son, when he gets older to see oh, wow. that is wonderful and yeah. there's
1: a lot of those stories and you learn all of those tie-ins and and you also understand why jayton and myself and the other people that work at the twin cities film fest are so passionate about this so Jayden, i can't wait to work with you for another 15 years you do great work over there at the twin cities film fest <laughs> Thank as you. your friend i'm gonna tell you one more thing i know that we're a week before the festival and i told you this yesterday and i talked to you get some sleep all right <laughs>
5: What's
2: that? I know. I know. Oh, you Every- might have fallen asleep. I thought yeah.
1: maybe you fell asleep. <laughs> Jaden, I'll talk to you soon. Everybody, get your tickets to this year's 2022 Twin Cities Film Fest. You should go to TwinCitiesFilmFest.org. Mm-hmm.
3: All right. And just pick one. Just yes. pick one. You pick heard what? him. Just the pick one. To yes. All right. Still to come here, my talk 107.1, uh, Everything Entertainment. When you see something, you should should say something. Mm-hmm. Right? And yes. uh, So I'm going to tell you, have you ever forgot to take your contacts
1: out? Ooh. Oh,
3: yeah, right? When I mean, okay. you go to bed? Oh, man, this one lady did this to the stream you're going to want to hear this story it's coming up next my talk with someone
1: Welcome back to the Donna and Steve show here on My Talk 107.1. Also available as a podcast. We sound lovely in your earbuds. Yes. Just go to mytalk 1071com and look for all your favorite shows there. No Donna or Steve today. I'm Miss Shannon. That's Maddie B. Don hey. is with us for a little bit longer. Yeah. So hello. hello. Was nice hello to see 10 you. Ten more minutes. Ten yes. more minutes. Yes. I,
2: okay.
3: love what, I love what Rocco calls the podcast listeners. What's it called? The listeners of the future. Oh, <laughs> that's a good I do love that. In. Sometimes yes. I will listen to the podcast. Mm-hmm. It's great, like, at the gym. Because, yes. you know, you're, like music's great, but sometimes you want, like, something else. Right. And then that's where my talk can just boop, pop on right into your lower team.
1: I think sometimes when you're doing something that's talk-related, it yeah. does help you stay focused, especially if I'm trying to do something where I want to do it for a longer period of time. Cameo. Yes, because <laughs> if I'm doing, if I'm listening to the song... Since I don't like jogging, I can do other stuff. But I'm counting how many songs have played. I'm like, okay, because it gives you know <laughs> two to three minutes,
3: and then you're like, well, how many more songs? <laughs> so do, I do I get do, off this treadmill? Right.
4: Anyway. Exactly.
3: Listen, when you see something, you should say something. Yes. So let's hit it.
4: Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh?
1: Time for if you see something, say something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something.
4: Come
3: on and party tonight. Take I, it away, Maddie B. It makes me so nervous because I don't want to make mom and dad mad for like, you know, if I, I don't want to mess up their segments, you know what I mean? Because I keep thinking like, oh, I, I, hope, you're Donna, not I hope Donna I was thinks,
1: like, I who,
3: I'm doing you, okay. And I hope okay, big, big Hollywood well, Steve thinks I'm doing okay. I'm going
1: to tell you this, listening? Maddie B. You <laughs> think, oh, first please. of all, you think they're listening. They're just glad <laughs> we're here so they could go off and have a life. So That's true. That's yeah.
3: true. That's a good way to frame it. I and need to I shift my paradigm. That
1: is a great amount of respect you give our friends. That is so nice. Like
3: I said, we're all a big family, right?
1: <laughs> Listen, you ever forget to take your contacts
3: out and then you go to bed? Uh, Does anybody wear contacts? The Don, I don't uh, wear Don them Don now. Do you actively
2: wear yours, Don? Mm-hmm. Don's a glass. You have uh, no, glasses. No, no. I got LASIK, Ooh. and then
1: I now I just do glasses to drive. That's what I do because I got LASIK LASIK a while ago,
2: and mm-hmm. so same thing. I I need to get I on never, the LASIK train. Yeah, whenever I did wear contacts, yeah. I would never like. Forget. I would wear them like, okay, you're supposed to wear them for two weeks. Sometimes I would wear them a month, and I'd feel very guilty. But I used to take them out every night. I yeah. never slept in them because oh, it yeah. felt like uncomfortable. Get... I wouldn't want it to feel like it was sticking to my eye. I only
1: got contacts because my optometrist was attractive and talked me into <laughs> oh god. It was a very shallow reason. I loved my glasses. I uh, was uh, like, my, what yeah. do
2: you want me to do? Okay. <laughs> like, was all, that was back
1: when they were all close to your face. And oh! he actually, and I don't know if he needed to like get additional sales. He like leaned in all deep, and he was mm-hmm. all like, "Why would you cover up these beautiful eyes so, with glasses?" I'm like,
2: said so, that, so, so he's hitting on you."
5: That's, that's
2: that's
1: well, if he was, I didn't notice he was hitting on me. And I just bought the contacts, and and I used to have like I went through. Uh-huh. That was when I worked at the hip hop station, so I had the light brown. I had the this. I had my summer eyes. I had my club eyes.
2: Oh <laughs> <And laughs> my god! And then I went. You now didn't I'm even back get dinner glass. out
1: of the deal. No, because I oh. I'm slow. I didn't even presume no he was hitting on me, even though. Now now in retrospect, twenty years later, I'm like that oh was clearly hitting on me, gracious. and I just said, "Here's my credit card. I'll buy the contacts. Does my eye insurance cover it?" And then left. So
3: this is a little gross. I'm not gonna lie. No, um, I want to so hear
1: gross. it. What do you have?
3: And there's a video of it. No, I want to see the video. Well, okay. we'll, so maybe we'll figure out a way to get that out to my Talk Nation yes. a little later. But no. um, we'll tweet that. We'll tweet uh, that right listen, now. You can. This older, <laughs> it's disgusting. This I don't older lady. To think I did it. This older lady forgot. She kept falling asleep with her contacts in. And then the next day, she forgot, and she kept sticking more in to her eyeball. I feel bad for her. I do too. But um, I
2: feel bad for me. Eventually, <laughs> eventually it story. became
3: a problem, and uh, she had to go to the doctor. And uh, and oh, and wow. she had she got listen to the people people she got twenty three <laughs> contact lenses stacked up all there? around up in her eye. I'm looking, looking at, at
1: the picture. So it's they're disgusting. like, not, they're, 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 okay. Remember those, those, you know, okay. When you ever see the, those green aliens, like they're supposed to be cute. They're like that color green. Like they're blight, bright green. They're so bad. I've never, but this is the whole reason why I'm paranoid. Cause I've never intentionally left my 23. I've never Ooh. intentionally or even forgot to leave my contact in, but there's been some times where I thought I had it out or I dropped one. And then I was like, but did, and then I couldn't find it. And I was about to go to the eye doctor because I wanted to make sure. That, that it might wasn't dis- in there. It wasn't in there because right? I was like, I can't find it. And it <laughs> went in the sink. It went away. And now I'm panicking. Yeah. So I would never let it get to 23. I thought maybe well, I had just, one left. And yeah, I was about And it
2: to. like went behind your eye or something. Right.
1: I was like, oh, no, it's lost in there. It was going to mm. seep up she into did, my brain and I'm going
2: to die. This
3: woman would just forget every night. And then every morning she bloop, popped another one in there. And I, I mean, it's ugh, ugh, Well, if you want to see the video, you can. Oh, Even
1: if man. one does doze off accidentally with their lenses in, do not try to take them off quickly.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> God, you can blind yourself, people. Yeah. Like this is yeah. serious. Do not leave them in. You and know, take them out every night, please. My,
3: um, I doctor. It's a
2: Guinness World Record patient, is what they were really like. Oh, to gross.
3: Call yeah, okay, but the yeah. kind you don't want to be. You know,
2: Mike Marcotte's out there. Yeah, Jeff. he's, he's yes, going to fly over
3: to uh, Newport <laughs> Beach, California, where this happened. Yeah, not local.
2: Uh, listen, an, uh, actually, a little
3: public service announcement. Yes. Um, I recently switched from because I'm a longtime contact wearer. Mm-hmm. And my eye doctor switched me, encouraged me to switch to daily contacts. And so every day I get a fresh pair. And this Mm -hmm. is new to me. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know they've been around. This is not new technology or anything, but I was doing the the thing cuz you know the longer term wearing like Don had there where you can you know get a week or two and then you switch them clean them up or every month or whatever right. but the every night now it's just bloop, throw them away put the glasses on every morning get a new pair but
1: i did what don did cuz i had them back when i was yeah. much younger and i was kind of on the broke side so you're supposed it is so to much i was more supposed expensive, to though, i yeah. was supposed to take them out every day but i'm like well you only had them in for a few hours so i would try and put them back in and mm. i would just treat you them don't like they mess were with that. i would treat them like it. so it's probably a good thing that i just you know mm. my lasik just wore wore off enough That I just need glasses sometimes now, so I'm like don. Because once you get to a certain age, they're like, we could try and like boost your LASIK, or but you'll still need cheaters. So I'm like, well, no point. I'm not spending that money.
3: My partner Kyle got the laser LASIK surgery Mm -hmm. at at the I think it's OVO or something that it's off 394 there, you know, Mm -hmm. by Golden Valley on that side of Minneapolis. Anyway, um, they have like a little. Did you know that when you get that done? You, your family members, they have like a little observation, like it's a glass yeah, box. you can yes. watch it. Can oh watch my it. gosh, no. It's great. <laughs> it's so gross.
1: I thought it was fantastic, and I like that they made mine like very His Star eyes? Trek-ish when I had it. Like you laid down, and they put you in the thing, and then a little computer so voice hot. said,
2: <laughs> well, like no, you don't care if you get, they give you some... I'm okay, talking about duty. watching it. Value uh, oh I know. Right. I mean, it your eye like
3: you're watching the other person's eye is like blood red yeah. and they're yes. like and they're shoving the thing in it and I just was like, I had to go get a cup of coffee and talk to this receptionist. I'm I-
1: learning a lot about you, Maddie B. You're surprisingly squeamish. Mm. I did not get this squeamish mm-hmm. vibe from you. But I'm the person that I will watch. I'm like, ooh, let me yeah, see how I this like- is done. I mm. like seeing how things are done. So, I was just. I, he, I came
3: yeah. out. I was. I expected the way it looked on the little screen, and the doctor's in there jamming out to the tunes. Right. You know, and he's got his shoes off, and he's he having he a grand old money time. He's making, yeah. He's like, two yeah, "Gonna, to gonna buy another yacht with this one, or whatever." <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah. And I expect them to come out and be like, "We're so sorry, your partner's now blind." You know, like I mean, I was. It looked that scary, <laughs> but no, everything was great, and now he doesn't need contacts. And I'm insanely jealous By the by the
1: yeah. by the evening, I was like already like this you know recessed lighting, but know mm-hmm. like I didn't want it super bright like I keep the studio when you and I are working um but it is <laughs> like
2: it is like it is like, there.
3: it is like an examine I feel like I'm done I'm going in for my examination today. I know nobody
1: else here I'm on staff bright. likes to have the lights on you guys like to keep it all sultry I don't I like it you I like, like to this. feel
2: awake
1: yeah I like to feel I'm awake. gonna go back to
2: bed so. <laughs> So Big old I, friday
3: night for Don. so is this
1: should we okay should there be a lesson from this one because we can't so. i don't want to get too mad at the person who forgot because she might have some difficult exactly. challenges so should this be one of those things that if you still have let's say if you have somebody in your family that you know might have um uh some forgetfulness in mm-hmm. their life is this something we should add to the list of hey so. did you remember to put your yes. keys in the same place and oh by the way maybe we should you know make sure your contacts are out so we have to check their yes eyeballs too totally okay totally okay oh boy well don listen
3: it's been a great week don Don.
2: (laughs) good hanging out with you yes are you really gonna go take a nap are you a napper okay no um no i am a napper that's for sure but i have a lot of work to do before i can do that and i'm babysitting jason's dogs this weekend so i gotta prepare for that
1: okay
3: that
2: goes you
1: that's a lot of work you're a good friend I know he hooks you up. and well, all here's that stuff, the deal. But they're that, like this is complex. One thing children, that, his dogs This is dogs the thing
2: are, that pisses me off. It just snowed, and they oh, don't like to go out. That's <laughs> and I'm it. like, well, oh, shoot. The Lord's yeah. work,
1: Don McLean over yeah. there doing. Yeah, and my so, dogs
3: don't like wet either outside. Yeah. Like they, if they look at you like you want me to go step on that wet mulch. <laughs>
1: yeah,
3: it's I'm it's like really you big. are spoiled, yeah. spoiled right, little. We'll brats. We will see
1: you soon, Don. Have a great weekend. Have a great weekend. Rocko's in next.